Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Two under center. Back to throw, looking deep down the left sideline. He wants one. He's got it. Touchdown, Miami. Murray takes the snap. Four-man rush. He's got time in the pocket. Throws middle, and it's intercepted. Niners coming left to right. Tarverius Ward to the 30, the 20. Full strides to the 10-5. Touchdown. Wrapping up our number three here. Wrapping up the show on a Monday. I'm Ravi Lula. Avery Howard here with me. We're on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln. As you're getting your morning going, I want to remind you to check out The Beanery. Four great locations, Gretna, Papillion, Ashland, and 168th and Giles. They roast their own coffee, locally owned and operated. They've got hot, iced, frozen specialty drinks. they got some snacks, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, even gluten-free and vegan options. Check out the Beanery Serving People Coffee. We are joined now on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline by our friend Jason Cole covering the NFL. He is an author and a Pro Football Hall of Fame selector. Uh, Jason, how are you this morning? I'm fantastic. What's going on, guys? Oh, not too much. Just trying to get everything covered on a busy Monday here in the uh, great state of Nebraska. And we haven't gotten to a lot of NFL this morning, which is why I'm glad we have you on. Some really interesting stuff happened over the weekend. First and foremost, I think the most surprising result, for me at least, was the way the Bills completely handled the Cowboys what did you take away from that game? Is that more of a Buffalo is kind of finding their stride and they're who we thought they were going to be before the season, or is this the Cowboys coming back to earth a little bit? Well, I mean, it's a little bit of both. You know, Buffalo is a more desperate team, so they need it. And obviously they've got Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. But my biggest takeaway from this, because it's so lopsided and because of the quality of the loss in terms of the way that Buffalo was able to run for him, what was 266 yards? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Dallas away from home and off turf, you know, that combination, they're, they're completely different, particularly on defense. Um, when they can't play to their speed, they've got real problems because they're not very big. And if you watch Michael Parsons, 
as much as, as dynamic as he was last year, and he's still dynamic as pass rusher. Mm-hmm. But if you run at him, he's not he can't handle you. And he can't handle the bigger tackles. And he can't handle that kind of physical play. So I mean, he's not alone, and they're missing one of their defensive tackles. I can't remember Hankins is healthy, but the other guy that they're playing the second-round pick from last year, is they're just not very good against the run. Mm-hmm. And they're just not physical. And that's a bad combination going into the playoffs, especially if you want to win in San Francisco. It's just not going to happen. Speaking of San Francisco, Jason, they had another impressive performance, although against a not very good Cardinals team Um, as you watch this 49ers team put up 45 points uh, yesterday afternoon is there any doubt in your mind that they're kind of in a class by themselves as a contender for the Super Bowl or do you actually think there's teams that are closer than I do well I think Philly if if Philly's healthy Philly is close to them right but if Philly's not healthy right now and they look really tired we're going to see what what tonight's about and now they've got some panic going on with Matt Patricia being the defensive coordinator. <laughs> but your question is about the 49ers, right? Yeah. And the 49ers, again, as long as everybody's upright, <laughs> they are, uh, uh, you know, they are the best team in football. I don't know, they're the most consistent. And they did. I was talking to one of their assistant coaches earlier in the week, last week, and I said. If your guys are really a contender, you put this game away in the third quarter and you're essentially coasting for the rest of the game and you're taking some of the wear and tear off of your your bigger stars, right? Like McCaffrey's not having to carry the ball 23, 24, 25 times. You know, and they had him at 18 yesterday. Mm-hmm. He did have five catches, but that's normal. You know, you take some of the burden off there, you take some of the stress off of them especially as you're getting ready to go into a Baltimore game. So if you're drawing up what a contender's supposed to look like and how they're supposed to play, especially coming down the stretch, the 49ers are right there. But I will always say, if they lose Trent Williams, mm. and I'm talking about just Trent Williams, yeah, they got problems. they got really serious problems on how they run their offense. And that's just one guy. And, I, you know, it's even more important than if you lose Debo Samuel or Ayuk or Kittle. But that's just that one guy can be a problem. And they've had problems when McCaffrey's been banged up, you know, earlier in the season. So it is ultimately about health and avoiding attrition. Don't mean to switch gears on you too much entirely here, but um, speaking from a Chiefs fan, Chiefs fan perspective, um, in which they are a 9-5 and team but not as convincing as what – Chiefs fans in the NFL have been used to. When they have the Raiders, Bengals, Chargers coming up the next three weeks, is there an area for concern for this Chiefs team for maybe the first time in a long time? Raiders, Bengals, and who's the third one? Chargers. Chargers? Well, I mean, two of those three should be layup drills, and the <laughs> Bengals they should be, right? I feel like so, we say I mean, we just, should be, but it, there seems like there's just a little bit more doubt in this team right now. Well, they don't have a wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, let's look, look, <laughs> they don't have anybody you can trust. <laughs> right. I mean, Rasheed Rice is, is a nice sort of short guy screen um, intermediate guy. Well, I shouldn't even say intermediate guy. <laughs> if, you're running, if you're running receiver screens where he can act like a running back and you get some blockers in front of him, Rasheed Rice is a terrific young player, but he's really like a number three receiver. 
they're missing a true number one. Right. You know, like even just a guy as good as Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just need a guy who's con- going to consistently catch the ball, run crossing routes, you know, run normal patterns. And they're not getting that out of either Kadarius Tony or Sky Moore, who they projected yep. were going to be those guys. Right. I mean, look, Kadarius Tony is so bad that, <laughs> look, I just cut, I just cut him, and not, and not really because I'm angry with him anymore. Like I'm past being angry with him. <laughs> yeah. Fan. Yeah. Like I'm just like, dude. It's just like, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Like you're just you're just this bad right now. And you need to, like, go to a new place and a new environment and see if you can make it work because it ain't going to work here. And you got to need that statement to him and to your team. Like, we're not tolerating this kind of play anymore. Yeah. And their problem is, like, what are you going to do? Go play Sky more? Because he's terrible. <laughs> um, so, you know, look, the Chiefs are a lot closer to being an 11-win team mm-hmm. than they are to what they are. You know, they've blown three games with just stupid mistakes. But the fact that those games were close enough to be about stupid mistakes should be concerning to a Chiefs fan. Yeah, that's why those th- these next three games I, I'm, not, nervous. I'm not usually saying should, but that's why <laughs> two or three of them make me nervous. Um, Jason, yeah. you know, with the struggles the Chiefs have had, um, obviously their place as a true AFC contender is – a little shakier than in years past. We mentioned the Bills kind of maybe rounding into form, but they're they're in kind of desperation mode right now still as they try and get a playoff spot. Is it is are the Ravens the best team in the AFC to you? They're the most consistent. Like the Chiefs are still the best team. They're the reigning champions and they have the best quarterback in football. Mm-hmm. And and they have one of the ten greatest coaches in the history of the game. Five, I mean, you know, we can argue over numbers all we want. But, like, it, you just walk back and you go, like, that guy's a great coach. That guy's a great quarterback. The, the defense is terrific. Mm-hmm. And when you just catch the ball, we're blowing people out, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so, they're really close to being a dominant team again. I just think there's this thing about the Chiefs some years where it's like there has to be a degree of difficulty to how they play. <laughs> Yeah. Like, they have to feel like they're mentally challenged. And I think that last night, you know, I'm curious because I always like to look at Patrick Mahomes' face. <laughs> like, when he came off the field after the Tony Kipp interception, yeah. and he was so pissed off. And you know he was pissed off at Kadarius. <laughs> yeah. but, but you just get this feeling like, okay, it's time to stop screwing around. Like, we're just going to play, you know, we're going to put, you know, pedal the metal, and we're just going to play great the rest of the season. I get, I wonder if that's what he's thinking in his head. Because if that happens, then they're better than the Ravens. Mm. I trust them. Because, and Lamar Jackson's had a terrific year. He's been incredibly efficient. He's done some wonderful things. He ranks higher than Patrick Mahomes if you're talking about the MVP race. But if you're talking about, really, who's the better football player, there's no argument there. It's still Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, the question is whether Baltimore can get the Chiefs in Baltimore and catch them on the right day and beat them. Jason, we've got about a minute left here before we let you go. Uh, how, where do you land on the Dolphins as a real contender? I'm pretty serious about them. I mean, I know they blew the game against Tennessee, and, you know, that, that was an odd game, and people are still looking at that. And then they – 
they romp over a, a Jets team that just is fragile at this point. Um, so you don't really count that. But they're starting to play well defensively. Their numbers are starting to get more realistic like a contender. They've got Jalen Ramsey on the outside. They're forcing some turnovers. Yeah, they've lost a little bit on their pass rush. But if they're at home and, you know, and they're able to play at speed, they're really, truly dangerous. And if they can get you into a classic sort of NBA up and down the floor kind of game, because that's what they really are. They're a basketball team on grass. Mm-hmm. If they can do that to you, they kill you. Jason Cole, he is an author. He also is a Pro Football Hall of Fame selector. Jason, we appreciate your time as always. Have a good rest of your week. Take care. Thanks. That's Jason Cole, and that is our show for today. Thank you to Avery Howard for hanging out with me this morning on a Monday. We will be back tomorrow with me and Andrew Rogers here on Herd at Sports Radio.